0: This Shabbos, Shabbos Parsha Shlach, Begimel, is the great Yom Tip of Chav Ches Sivan, the day that the Rebbe and the Rebetzin were saved and came to America and what we all call Chatsi Kadra Tachtun that on Tess the Friedrich Rebbe came and on Chav Sivan the Rebbe and the Rebetzin came. Now, this unique quote and term, that as if there's two sides to the world, the side of the world that had Matan Toira, and the side of the world which did not have Matan Toira, namely America, is very much connected to the city of Cincinnati. And this is what I want to talk about today. Really... Today's she'er, if we did it properly and right, would be a few hours long. But we're just going to give you a in ayam, a little taste about this tremendous sugya that I think all of you are going to find fascinating. We're going to start with a letter that the Friedrich Rebbe wrote. I'm sorry, the Rebbe wrote in Tovshin Yud Dalit, Igrez test Chelek Tes And Rebbe is writing to Rabbi Yosef Goldstein. Rabbi Yosef Goldstein was the father of Chaplain Goldstein from Crown Heights. You see him on the videos, like Bohemer and other times. And he lived here in Cincinnati, Ohio. In middle of Elul Tavshin Yud Dalit, he gets a letter from the Rebbe. And at the end of the letter, the Rebbe writes, P.S. Nun Beis, And let's read it ourselves. It is certain that you know that in Cincinnati, there lives a son of one of the elder Hasidim. This Hasid is mentioned many times in the Sikhis of the Friedrich Rebbe. And this boy's name is Mikhael. Hamichuna, his nickname that everyone calls him, is Dr. Velensky. His address is on the bottom of my letter. And he says he owns many Ksavim that he really wants to send to the Rebbe. However, because of his bad health, again, he passes away, which is next week, Tavshin Tezvav, so the shear should be Le'iloi Nishmasoi. He's buried here in Cincinnati, Ohio. So he's older and he's sick at this point. It's almost the beginning of Tavshin Tezvav. And therefore, he's asking that Rabbi Yosef Goldstein call him up, arrange a visit, and deal and get the Rebbe all the Ksavim. And the Rebbe adds, Any financial burden associated with this endeavor of getting the swarim and the ksavim, the Rebbe says, I'll pay for, thank you in advance. So who is this chassid, son of a chassid, that lived in Cincinnati, Ohio, that has ksavim, and what does this have to do with chavchesiv and so let's continue our journey. We're going to go back a couple of years to five days before the Histalkus of the Friedrich Rebbe. It's Hei Shvat Tov Yud. Literally five days before the Histalkus. And who is the Rebbe, Friedrich Rebbe writing to five days before his Histalkus? He's writing to our Dr. Michal Velensky. Just to give you an idea, downtown Cincinnati, near UC, There is the Hebrew Union College, which has one of the largest Jewish libraries in the world. It has extremely rare books. People come from all over the world to do research in this library. How did it get so big? Two main reasons, as I heard from the chief librarian himself, mainly because... Mainly because the Reform Yidin, their grandparents had Svarim. And when their grandparents passed away, their Eneklach couldn't read Hebrew. So they sent it to the library. Svetins, after World War II, you had communities all over Europe that were destroyed. You had Jewish books floating around Europe. Goyim had it. Nobody knew what to do with it. This librarian went with thousands of dollars. and bought these svarim for pennies on the dollar. The guy didn't know what to do with it, and he came back to America with thousands of books. And um, so this Dr. Velensky at one point was the chief librarian of the HUC. He was a brilliant person. We'll get into his life a little bit more. Let's see five days before the Istalkos, what the Friedrich Reb is writing to. Who is he writing to? He's writing to Dr. Michal Velensky. And he has a request of him. It's just read Sif Aleph and you just see the Ava what the Friedrich Rebbe is writing. He says, I know the unlimited love that my father the Rebbe Rashab had with your father. Who was his father? His father was the famous Chassid Chaimber Vilensky. Known as one of the Kremetschukah Berelach. He was a brilliant, brilliant person. Extremely, extremely deep. And we'll soon see the Rebbe Rashab's Yachas with him. So he says, the Fridic Rebbe says, We all know how my father, the Fridic Rebbe, loved your father. And I know says the Rebbe, Friedrich Rebbe, how much my father cared about your Chinuch when you were in Lubavitch. He was from the first Tmimim in Lubavitch. This, obviously, the Chaim Ber Vilensky sent his son to learn in Lubavitch. And so the Friedrich Rebbe remembers him from the city of Lubavitch and how the Rebbe Rashab was so interested in his Chinuch. Daiti, and I know that he wrote many long letters to your father with different hanhogis of my uncle's, the Beis Harab, and also in Yonim of Khsidis. Now the Friedrich Rebbe is assuming that the son has copies of these letters of the Fried, of Rebbe Rashab. She says, please send them back to me and I will have it for a few weeks to copy them, and then I will return it. Again, this is Hey Shvat, Five days before the histalkos. Now the Rabbi Levin, the librarian, actually puts in the Aris his response back. He writes back. He's probably the first person to write to the Friedrich Rebbe Chakad Morshlita after Yud Shvat, because this is a letter dated Yud Shvat Tovshin Yud, and he's responding to the Friedrich Rebbe's letter Chak. Shlita Sholei because the news didn't reach Cincinnati that there was a Histalkus that Shabbos. So he receives the letter of the Friedrich Rebbe probably Friday, and he's responding on Sunday, Yudalev of Shvat, a letter to the Friedrich Rebbe, basically acknowledging, thanking him for the brachas, and that he's going to do whatever he can to help the Friedrich Rebbe in what he wants. And look how he finished signs off his name. Michal Zalmin, this is how he signs his name so we know that we have this son of this has- now there are many 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 letters of the Friedrich Rebbe and our Rebbe to him let's go to the next letter which is much more negeya to our Indian of and that is like this that in, if you open up Igres Kodesh Bays, Beis, there are two letters to Dr. Velensky. The first one, which I don't have a copy of here, the first one, which is letter of the Friedrich Rebbe, of Friedrich <clears> Tav <throat> Kuf the end of that letter, basically the Friedrich Rebbe got an acknowledgement from Dr. Velensky that he doesn't have a lot of the letters that his father had, because he had gone to Berlin. The Rebbe had actually stayed in his house when the Rebbe was in Berlin. So the Rebbe knew him very well. The Rebbe literally stayed by him for a tkufa. And he did not get the ksovim of his father. So what happened was, he, so the Friedrich Rebbe asked him to reach out to people that still live in Kremenchuk to see if there's any letters of his father that are still remaining so that they can be sent to the Friedrich Rebbe. Now, the second letter, which is letter of the Friedrich Rebbe, this is in Bays, He continues to write, they got some letters from Europe, from Kremenchuk, and this is still in the pays. And he responds as follows. Let's see the line that starts: I'm looking forward to get information on the letters that were written from the Reb Rashab to Reb Chaim Doiv, which is the father of this Dr. Mikhail, which were very rich, meaning they're very gishmak. Listen to this. I remember hearing, when I was a child, six or seven, I remember hearing, when I was a child, six or seven, Reb Chaim came to visit Lubavitch, so we're talking about the year Tufresh Memvav Tufresh Memzayim. What happened when this chassid came to Lubavitch? My father says the Frieder of the My uncle the Raza, also their cousin, also. I'm sorry, there was another chassid there, the Bikshu aiso loymer the, the Rebbe Rashab asked him to, chsides, to give Beorim and Chassidus. That's how much respect they had for this Chassid. Now, and the Herich Baze, and he gave a lot of Mishalim. What was he explaining? If you just want to be interested, what was the topic of the Chassidus that Chaim Ber was explaining? The difference between Art Ein Soif and Art Ha Ein Soif. The difference, and he was ma'irich to explain the difference when the rabeim used the term "ar ein soif" or "ar ha ein soif." In other words, "ar ha ein soif" is the art of the avishu, which is ein soif. "Ar ein soif" means the art is ein soif, and all the biurim based on that. The <speaking in Hebrew> b'zehar he was ma'irich on this, and he says, "I." continues two years later. memtes after Shavuiz, the Rebbe Rashab called me in, and he told him, medar zich arum chsidim alte. You have to dreizich with the chsidim, the older chsidim. Zest. Ich bin alter, Fadir. He says, I am older than you, the Rebbe Rashab, tells the Rebbe, un ha ber borisiver, un chaim ber, Haben bem in ten lubavitch, a poor he says, when these two great chsidim, Shmul ber And Reb Chaim Bevelensky would come to Labavitch. I spent three quarters of a year laboring over the Inyanim that I heard from these chsidim. Not even what he heard from the Rebbe Marash or the Tzemach Tzedek. These chsidim were so great that the Rebbe Hashav said, I spent three quarters of a year internalizing what I heard from these great sidim Chaim Ber and Shmuel Ber Now, what was the one thing that the, Rebbe, the Friedrich Rebbe really wanted to get his hands on? What Bior was so negea? Now, here's the paragraph. There's one thing that I'm trying to attain which i understand is in a letter to this chassid who beer in yanisker bedach is the explanation of what it says in siddes shematan toya matan toya was only in chatsi kadrale oy and in order for matan toya to reach it's demanding a whole new Avoida. Now, understand that this is in the early phase. The Chassid that got this letter didn't understand that the Friedrich Rebbe, be Ruach Kotchai, understood that he's going to end up in America and that it's going to start the new Avoida of what America represents. And the Friedrich Rebbe is trying to understand what his father wrote about this avoid, why is the Friedrich Rebbe chasing the letter of the Friedrich Rebbe about America, specifically this letter. Of course, every letter brings him nachas. Look on the top line of the page, He says, um, any letter of the Friedrich Rebbe says the Friedrich Rebbe is precious to me. But the Friedrich Rebbe is zeroing in specifically on this of this letter. Why? Why? Because it's explaining the Avoidah that's needed to bring Torah to America. Now, did they find this letter? Do, the, do we know? So we do know we have part of it. On your right side, on page Kufsa Samech Aleph, of Igra Chaylik Aleph of the Rebbe Shab. So now we are in the winter of Tafraish Nun Gimel. We have a letter of the Rebbe Rashab to Kwa Ois. Look how he calls him my strong dear friend. <laughs> the way he refers to him on this highest level, Chaim <laughs> Now, bechalamoyt pesach over Last pesach, which again must have been the pesach tofrish nun beis. Show me many. You asked me al bishmi what you heard in my name Shemavur explained Let's in the mymorim. Asher matan toiro yachatzikadur shalonu that it's explained in the Ksovim of the Rabbiyim that that Torah was in Chatzikadera El-Yayim and not in America Tachlim. You asked me if this is true. You, you heard it in my name and you wondered if it's true. I showed you a Mimer that the Rebbe said in the year Tufkuf Samach Beis and I have this Mimer in the Ksov Yad of the Mittler Rebbe, that he wrote this, u drushim and unto my of the Tzemach Tzedek, and then we have da da da. So we don't know exactly. No, I mean it's not printed the Beor that the Rebbe Rashab actually wrote to him, but you see clearly that this is the letter that the Friedrich Rebbe was looking for to understand Bepnimyas Nafshoi, the Avoida of Biro Kadur Hatachten. It all starts from this Mishpocha, whose son Michal is buried here. Now, what happens next with this Dr. Michal is fascinating. The Friedrich Rebbe wanted him and there's a whole back and forth in the letters. Wanted him to fill out a questionnaire. A bunch of questions, the Friedrich Rebbe wrote, like a survey, a questionnaire about his father and the avoid of his father. And the Friedrich Rebbe wanted that from a bu- about a bunch of different chassidim, but specifically this chassid. It was extra ad gosha to find out about this chassid because he was so close. To the Rebbe now, for many years, they weren't sure if he did it, and if yes, what happened to it. And Rabbi Levin wrote that when he was starting to put together the Toildes of Khsidim in Russia, he heard about these questionnaires, and he asked permission to look in the files of the library to find it and use it. And uh, Rashus was given, I think the Rebbe, I'm not exactly sure who, what, and when, but he couldn't find uh, his questionnaires, so he thought that it didn't exist. So he wrote up the whole Torah Chabad based without the, again, this is direct knowledge because the son is writing about his father, or like a direct thing. Whatever he heard, he wrote based about. It was only years later, after Chavzai and other, that they found a file. And in this file that the Rebbe held personally, there was this questionnaire that Dr. Velensky wrote to the Fidik Rebbe. And for some reason, the Rebbe wanted to keep it very, very personal. And later on, they printed it. And... uh, was published, translated into English. So anyone wants to read the full questionnaire that the Rebbe held. And this was a matana. Now when the Friede Gebbe came to America, he really, really wanted to meet with Dr. Velensky. This Dr. Michal. At one point, the Friede Gebbe wanted him to actually translate the Tanya into English. Because he told him, there's a letter where he writes to him, that I need someone that knows see this and knows English. You're talking about the nineteen forties. How many people? He was a not Stam, he was a scholar. Like uh, you know, big Malumid. He knew these he was a very, very, very brilliant person. He had gone to university, went to Berlin, then he came to America. And um, but then the Friedegeber decided not to. And the Friedegeber actually writes to him, says, I still wonder if you are living a happier life, you know, you left Lubavitch basically and you went to learn all these Chochmets, like, are you happier off now than if you would have stayed in the old derech of Lubavitch, but the Friedrich Rebbe really wanted to meet with him. And he wrote a letter to the Friedrich Rebbe basically saying that I hear that you're not well and uh, I don't want to be matriach you, And even if I come visit you, you know, maybe you're not going to be feeling well, you're not going to be able to see me. And literally the Fritig writes him a letter that I'm, he tells him, I think at that point he was in Lakewood, I think, wherever he was. And he says, you come and I'll make sure you get to visit me. Like, you come. The Fritig really, really wanted to reconnect with him. Now he had, he passed away young, passed away in Tavshim Tezbov, his wife passed away years later. And that's why you're going to find there are letters in Igrejus. And that's really how I got into it a little bit. There's letters in Igrejus to Miriam Velensky, Cincinnati. And that's really where I started looking up this whole parsha. You know, the <coughs> she got letters from the Rebbe because he had certain ksovin, certain writings that he had worked on. And the Rebbe said, I, I saw in Europe the way he worked on it. And the Rebbe pushed her to print it in his chus, to print these things this, that he was working on. And there's interesting discussions that to her about scholarships and funding, tuition, that the Rebbe writes to her. And he passed away. And you'll see in his interview, he writes about his father that his father was a very quiet person, even though he was a big, big masculine. But Beteva, he was very, very quiet. He did not speak a lot publicly. That wasn't his union. And it's fascinating because I was reading a eulogy that they wrote in HUC about him when he passed away. And they say, some of his critics say that he was too quiet. He wouldn't speak so much. He had so much to give, and yet he was quiet, which is exactly what he wrote about his father. But this chassid, just to give you an idea, was such a mask, I'll finish with this story, that one time he went to visit a friend in the city of Kishinev, which is where the Friedrich Rebbe's wife is from. And he goes to this chassid, and the chassid was in a business meeting. And Abhaim Baer said, okay, I'll uh, start thinking this. The chassid finished the meeting, he came out, and the guy is thinking. So he said, go Five hours later, he's still a lost in thought, and he's about to close up the business. <coughs> so he wakes him up, like he, sp- he gets him in, and the Behr was so into the Oymek Achsidus <laughs> that he forgot that he was in Kishinev. He thought that he was back home in Kremenchuk. When he sees his friend, he said, thank you for coming to visit me. Tell me how life is in Kishinev. He they, totally like, forgot that he himself was sitting there. That's what tha- The ability to zahazayin, This is the chassid, Chaim Bevelensky, whose son is buried here in Cincinnati, who's really the one that has the biur, and what's the avoid of chassi kader